0: Hey, McCoy. Welcome in to the PHNX Suns podcast brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Lindsay Smith here with Espo and Gerald Borgay. And guys, we are an hour out from this all officially happening, but things are already going down.
1: Oh, yeah. That fuse got lit earlier today. <laughs> I'm already wearing my Kevin Durant MVP shirt. Don't look too closely, but <laughs> I already got that. Uh, no, look, uh, I don't think any of us expected this, mm-hmm. I, you know, and credit to Flex. I mean, he's he's been saying this all along, and I was skeptical as hell, more than anybody, I think. Of it, of it just because we've lived a life as suns fans before and seen how things happen. But Kevin Durant has requested that trade went straight to Net's ownership and all you know all signs are, are, are looking good.
2: it's it's very surprising, but like you said, Flex was all over this and I, I wasn't willing to shut the door, but it did just feel unlikely when Kyrie was opting in you felt that, okay, if Kyrie's coming back, they're going to run it back for one more year, and then that just didn't happen. (laughs) Maybe he saw Kyrie's tweet and was like, all right, I'm out. What the hell? That's enough. I'm daring to be different also. (laughs) I'm gone.
1: I'm daring Uh, to leave. Bye.
2: (laughs) Daring to go to a different team. Um, But no, this is obviously fantastic news. This is not guaranteeing anything, of course, because a guy like Kevin Durant, there are going to be tons of other offers, but... With him requesting out, this is kind of unprecedented for a guy who has four years left on his contract and is still in his prime and is a top-five superstar to be asking out. You know what
1: makes me optimistic is the fact of the timing of this. Mm -hmm. It was strategically asked because he's well aware that DeAndre Ayton would be a, a likely piece that the Nets would want, and if he hadn't said this now... That risked the chance that DeAndre Ayton signed an offer sheet somewhere else. All sorts of different things that could have happened. Now he's trying to take control of it.
0: Okay, let's just do a couple house cleaning things because I'm seeing so much activity in the comments. <laughs> sure. Getting text messages, all the things. So mm-hmm. we'll kind of just go down in order of operations here. First and <laughs> foremost, earlier today, Shams tweeted out, Kevin Durant has requested a trade out of Brooklyn, sources tell The Athletic. Then we saw Chris Haynes tweet out, Kevin Durant has the Phoenix Suns listed as a preferred trade destination, league sources tell Yahoo Sports. Then, okay, (laughs) hold on, (laughs) stay with me. That was all
1: five minutes there that that all happened.
0: Then we saw a breaking news post about the Woj tweet on Instagram, which Devin Booker himself (laughs) Liked.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now we're hearing Bleacher Report reporters uh, saying that the Nets are saying that Devin has to be involved hmm. in order to get this type of a move made with Phoenix.
1: Okay, where's the camera? Uh, <laughs> let me just let me just tell. <laughs> this is
0: well, that's. <laughs> That's what
1: people are looking forward to. Me in my Ewok costume, and apparently, let's put it back up. I'm so sorry. That's yeah, fine. Let's just that put happens. It right back up. Uh, a sexy Ewok costume. Uh, people are looking forward to that. That was the bet. If KD winds to put Phoenix, I dress like an Ewok. Nobody said how I had to. So I'm going to get creative. But let's talk oh, about no. the Bleacher Report report. Mm. Jake Fisher, crack is whack. All right, <laughs> just remember that because there is. A, I'm not even sure legally they can trade Devin Booker they can't. to the Nets because he's on that five-year rookie max extension. They already have Ben Simmons, so it doesn't even work. Mm-hmm. So thanks for asking or playing along, but it's illegal. And there's no way the Suns are giving up Devin Booker to get Kevin Durant. Anybody else up for grabs? I'm I'm 100% sure that. Devin Booker, it's not going to happen that way.
2: No, it's not, and it's a completely— Transparent attempt at trying to drive up the Sun's offers because you start with the highest guy, yeah. even though it's not legal because he's on that five year designated rookie max extension, and you can only have a certain number of those on your roster. You can only trade for a certain number of those. The Nets already have Ben Simmons, who is on a similar deal on their roster. It's the same reason why the Miami Heat won't be able to offer Bam Adebayo to the Nets in a deal for KD if they're trying to put together an offer. So that alone makes it a non-starter. But then it's also the fact that, like, Kevin Durant, if the Suns are at the top of his list, it's because he wants to play with Devin Booker. It's because he wants to play with Chris Paul. Like, KD and Book won a gold medal together in the Olympics. Like, that's the whole point of him coming here. You're not going to get Devin Booker, sorry. Anything else? Totally on limits. The Nets have no use for Chris Paul, so he'll, he'll be here still as well. But like after that, it's pretty much open season. And I think that's what the Nets are doing. This is all, this is just posturing. This mm-hmm. is, okay, well, if you're not going to give us Devin Booker, how about this, 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 and this?
0: And this is a weird time, too, because KD situation aside, there have been so many reporters out there who are throwing out potential trades or uh, things to keep an eye on or to look at that are literally illegal. Mm-hmm. Like they cannot <laughs> happen. Right. And these are reputable people, right? But Mm -hmm. for whatever reason, and it could very well just be the simple fact that math is hard. And (laughs) it's a pain in the butt to have to go look at the numbers and make sure that it, it is a legal movement. Because 30 minutes before the show started, I'm like, Gerald, you look really upset for something that seems like a good day. And he's like, I'm doing a lot of math right now, and it's a lot.
1: A lot of hard math, not just math. maybe
0: I'm trying to give an excuse to these guys, but maybe they don't deserve one. I don't know. I'm just throwing things out there. But you just have to keep an eye out on some of those things right now, because it could be coming from people with blue check marks. It could be coming from people who normally have some good inside information, but they're just missing a key factor in all of this, and that is the legality of these moves.
1: Hey, I have a blue check mark, <clears throat> and I laughed at the thought after Kyrie opted in that this was still a chance. So don't trust blue check marks, is what I'm what I'm trying to get <laughs> not at. Not always here. At least, anyway. At least not guys like me. So
0: <laughs> and then on top of that, this whole Devin Booker rumor, right? The Suns want to win a championship. And we I know we joked the other day that Espo is willing to give up literally anything for a championship. I don't think the Suns are in the same boat as you as far as who they would be willing to give up. I feel like the Suns are not going to want to sell the entire farm just to get Kevin Durant. Because at a certain point in time, you may have Kevin Durant on your team. But if you don't have other pieces around him, you're also still not going to win a championship.
1: Yeah, I think that's what it
0: is. So there's a limit to all of these things. Right. Um, And then also you brought up the fact that if KD had said he wants to come to Phoenix, he wants to play for this team a huge part of that is wanting to play with Devin Booker. And we have seen over the last handful of years, KD saying really kind, really positive things about Devin as um, just a type of player. He is all around player, not just a shooter, like who he is behind the scenes, his mentality, all these things. I don't think KD feels the same way about the Suns without Devin on this team.
2: No, absolutely not. And, and I do want to, because we, did get an update on Twitter that we should probably address as far as the legality of the whole Devin Booker thing, Um, because David Nash, our friend from the Four Point Play, he has uh, people that he talks to that are CBA experts as well, Um, and so he asked somebody about whether it'd be still legal to trade Book if he signs the Supermax extension, whether that would still count as a designated kind of rookie extension. and. The response was that he's not entirely sure and the belief would be that it would come down to a league ruling on that because there is no clause I guess about whether a supermax counts as that same extension mm-hmm. so technically maybe that part of it is possible but it doesn't feel likely and it's still completely off the table because again KD would not be coming here if Book would be heading in the other direction that would why would he want to do that he'd force his way somewhere else
1: yeah I don't Look, the, the Nets are going to have a lot of posturing right mm-hmm. now. They're going to say a lot of things. You may hear they don't like a particular player who may wind up in the deal because they're just simply trying to get the best value. They've, I mean, let's be honest, they've been screwed in this whole thing, right? Uh, they get uh, you know dragged along by K or by Kyrie earlier in the week. Katie demands a trade uh at this point and now they're just scrambling to try to get the best possible deal that they can get the most value possible in what i imagine is going to be a truncated timetable because uh, if KD really wants to be with the Suns, it's going to involve da in some way whether it's a three-team mm-hmm. deal or it's straight up it's going to have to and if that's going to happen I'd imagine it happens within the next week that it doesn't drag on because I just don't see D.A. putting his whole free agency on hold and talking to other people in order to try to help the sons in it. I don't I don't see that uh, a- at all. So I imagine this moves pretty quickly.
0: OK, a couple of things. Rex in the chat says if Booker signs the super max, he can't be traded for a year anyway. Mm. Do you know is that the case? I don't I'm, know for sure. I, I'm taking Rex's word for it here.
2: I believe that's the case. Yeah. So <laughs> okay. that's again so, a non-starter. So yeah. Right. So then that doesn't matter. And if they try to
1: trade him on on the the rookie five year rookie extension, they can't. So it's it, it's a non it's a non go there.
0: And then to your point, Espo, a lot of people are saying it. Rumors are the Nets don't want. Da, but that doesn't rule out the fact that they couldn't get a third team involved that maybe yeah. makes something happen. Yeah,
1: Atlanta wants Da, and they want to send John Collins or somebody to uh, to the Nets. Mm-hmm. I mean, that the Nets may be more interested in that. That's always a possibility. There's multiple ways to get here that isn't a one to one deal. Right, and I still think Da, based on salary and uh, potential, is the one is the biggest chip that you're going to have in this.
0: But here's the thing that is a little bit scary, and I had some friends text me about this right as the show was starting, and then Brad brought it up in the chat. Can a team like San Antonio nix this whole thing by getting DeAndre in to sign an offer sheet to keep DA from being traded? I think technically if DA signs an offer sheet before the Suns are able to work out any sort of sign-and-trade deal or if he just doesn't want to make that sign-and-trade happen— Technically, yes. Right.
2: It's possible. But that would be a very uh, petty, ultimate petty move when you are you just traded your all star for a bag of first round picks because you want to tank. And now you're signing a player who, you know, doesn't make you a non tanking team, but he makes you a little bit better um, just to do that, just to prevent the Suns from getting Kevin Durant would be quite—that would be an all-time petty move if in NBA does, history.
1: If he doesn't actually sign it, though, but DA says, I want to go to, to San Antonio, they're prepared to offer me this, that could trigger conversation on a three-way deal. Because San Antonio yeah. does have a lot of pieces that may intrigue the Nets uh, that they may not want to hold on to. And like we talked about, even if they traded for DA and if they stripped everything else down, they're still probably fighting for the first pick. In the draft next year, right? Uh, I see it. There, Gambo said on <coughs> on radio that the Nets don't have any interest in DeAndre Ayton. I don't know if that's a posturing move by them because be. they, they're trying to, to get more. To get more, uh, I don't know if that's sending them sending out the bat signal saying we're going to need a third team in this. So if you're interested mm-hmm. in Da, let's start talking, kind of thing. There's multiple reasons why why they would the Nets would be pushing that narrative. I don't think that kills anything. <clears> if Ka- if if KD wants to be in Phoenix, he can force his way here. Right. That we've seen that enough in the NBA that all he has to say to whatever team fill in the blank that that tries to make a deal with the Nets, I'm not going to play for you. Mm. But then it's done. Right. I st- yeah. I think we're headed towards a three team deal.
2: Yeah, and it's entirely possible just to make salaries work. Um, yeah, I, I'm i struggling with this because if the Nets don't want DA, that really throws a wrench into things um, and it changes the math entirely that I spent all fucking morning working on. <laughs> so that would not be great for me. Um, but yeah, it could just very well be posturing. And again, I because people have asked like, well, what if DA because D.A. has a, sign, a say in the sign and trade, like, what if he doesn't want to go to Brooklyn? His options for a max contract are drying up very quickly. So unless something comes out of the woodworks now, like, the Spurs still don't make sense to me as a team that would want him, given what they just did with DeJounte Murray. Like, it's pretty much either the Suns or the Nets.
1: Could, could D.A. Could, or could Detroit be the, the sleeper in this? I still look at it, and I get it. They traded for... For a center on draft night. That's great, but that's potential. You're hoping that works out.
2: I mean, the teams that could be sleepers still, I guess you could include the Pistons. They would have to shed salary to free up max space again because they ate into about half their salary with uh, Kemba Walker, who's getting bought out, Nerland's Noel, that trade, the rookies that they're adding. Um, The Indiana Pacers, they still could put together an underwhelming sign-and-trade package, but they could still make that happen. The Spurs as well. The Hawks, they just made that move for Murray. Maybe they're not done. Maybe they throw Capella and Bogdanovich at the Suns for DA in a sign-and-trade. So there are still options as far as sign-and-trades are concerned. But I don't know. I I think that if DA is going to Brooklyn and, like, McHale and or Cam Johnson are also going to Brooklyn, if you're DA, wouldn't you want to stick with those guys who are, like, basically your best friends rather than go to Detroit or Indiana or Atlanta I I feel like that's a pretty easy choice, especially if you are getting a max deal in Brooklyn. Well,
0: And at some point in time, DA is going to have to be like, he's going to have to be more realistic with what the market is dictating for him. Mm -hmm. If there are no other teams offering him the type of money he wants, but one team, he, he realistically is either going to have to say, I want this money and I'm going to put up with it, or I'm going to have to take less money in order to go somewhere that I'm would rather go to.
1: Yeah, what are are we at?
0: And I feel like for DA, like this is just my gut feeling. I think he's going to take the money over a preferred location.
1: I think 44 minutes, in 44 minutes, DeAndre Ayton's about to understand the reality of his situation and what he's worth on the market. Because I don't think people are going to be knocking down that door to offer that max. And that could change the equation on on how he feels and, uh, and what he's willing to accept pretty quickly when he understands the market.
0: Okay, so everyone's asking where Saul is at. Saul is um, at the airport with a sign uh, waiting for Katie to come in. <laughs> um, he's welcoming him to the Valley and uh, ready to hand off whomever needs to go to Brooklyn oh. next. Uh, so that's where Saul is at. And then, Gerald, we had a request come in for you to sure. – Explain the hard cap situation. I don't know where that went.
2: Sure. Um, so that is a good question, and it's one that's that we should bear in mind with all of this Nets stuff, um, especially because the Nets made a quiet move that was absolutely <clears throat> horrendous in my book. They traded a first-round pick in next year's draft, which is a loaded draft um, with probably five game-changing talents at the top for Royce O'Neal who we were just talking about Daniel House yesterday and how Jazz fans were begging for Daniel House to get minutes over Royce O'Neal. So the Nets just added $9.2 million in expiring salary for a first-round pick in a loaded draft when they may be blowing it up in a couple of days. I am really having problems figuring out how that makes sense for them, but it adds a complication to the deals that we're going to talk about because that extra $9.2 million in salary plus Kyrie Irving opting in for his $36.5 million makes things complicated. So if DA is involved in a sign-in trade and he's going to Brooklyn, that automatically triggers what's called a hard cap. A sign-in trade triggers the hard cap, and that team cannot exceed what's called the tax apron under any circumstances. So the tax apron is set at $157 million. So at any point during this trade or after the trade, the Nets could not go above – that $157 million threshold, which makes it difficult because you have to balance the salary that's ingoing and outgoing for both teams. And then you have to make sure that whatever team is getting D.A., they don't exceed $157 million, which with Kyrie and Royce O'Neal complicates things. And any of the deals that we talk about today would have to happen before that Royce O'Neill trade becomes official because mathematically it would be illegal. Which is which, doable, though. Yeah, right? because yes, it so far
0: it's only been reported. Right. So they could have plans to have that happen, but they could say, hey, we're not going to make this official till we finish these other plans we got Yes, in order to make this legal.
2: Yes. So th- it's still possible um, with this Royce O'Neill news because that deal is not official yet. But just for an order of operations understanding and what the hard cap is, if you sign and trade for DA or for any player, you get hard capped and you cannot be above that hard cap after the trade or any point after that with your subsequent moves. So I, I've gone back and looked at some of the
1: things Flex has said since he's had an inside track on this. And one of the things he's been steadfast on was if the Suns trade Aiton, uh, don't think that that's the only move, right? Which I always took as they were trying to get pieces to make a bigger trade happen, right? Mm-hmm. Which leads me to believe that, that they're prepared to explore three-team options uh, to try to get something like this done. Somebody brought up the fact that uh, that uh, uh, Toronto, sorry, I'm COVID brain still. That Toronto <laughs> has an opportunity here to potentially yes, make that that's... kind of move, and that seems like a team. If Brooklyn really doesn't want to say we're waving the white flag, we're going the the draft pick route. Uh, that I think that's a team to watch for. They've got pieces that can put them in a in play to that the nets might want they've been rumored to want DA uh, so I'm I think that's one to keep an eye on for sure uh, as this goes along and it, you know Gobert was the other guy that they're mm-hmm. supposedly interested in but you got to wonder if uh if Ayton is a guy that they'd be willing to throw some pieces in in order to get uh, get to getting uh, uh getting uh, I'm blanking right now. <laughs> so much going on. I've got, like, a yeah. going I've got a lot going on right we, now. we got calls coming in, I got, <laughs> it, in. In order to facilitate the KD deals.
2: Right. Is. And and I did forget the Raptors. They're another sign-and-trade possibility with OG and um, a couple of pieces they might be able to work out there. It'd probably have to be a three-team trade in that case as well, though. Yeah,
0: um, We'll just get into that a mind. little bit more here in just a second. But first, we have a special guest joining us. <laughs> we do. I believe, from the limo outside of the airport. Saul, is that correct? Are you you outside the airport? I'm trying to get him in. In It does not
2: look great. I I am not in a limo. I'm not in a limo.
0: I have got the U-Haul. I have got the crew, and we're going after to Brooklyn to pick up KD, baby. Let's go. Lady, Let's go. Let's go. let's go. I, I, let's go. I, I,
1: thought, I thought we were going to be without Saul taking a victory lap. But,
2: but he's taking a uh, literal he, victory he, lap he, he to Brooklyn. Yes, he's literally
1: I, driving and calling in to yell about it.
2: I had to do it, guys. Like, listen, this is an exciting day. Even if we don't get Kevin Durant, I was right. He wanted to come. We're going to try and make it work. Let's go. You guys got to put your energy up. Let's
1: go. We have been excited. We're trying to do, like, math and figure out what other people are saying while we're on, on camera and you hopping in randomly. There's all sorts
0: of things going on, Saul. So much craziness. Let's go. Thank yep. you, guys. Appreciate you. Um,
1: bye, Saul. Drive safe.
0: Bye. <laughs> So there you go. Saul is stoked. He was in our group chat this morning like, it's happening. (laughs) Sent a bunch of funny videos we might post on social later. Who knows?
1: So now you guys know why I couldn't think because I saw Saul's face hopping around while driving uh, on our uh, screen here. Oh,
0: my goodness. Um, Okay. So let's look at a few things here because we're starting to talk about different trades, right? So before we get into specific trade packages that the Suns could put together in order to get KD here in Phoenix – Um, I want to bring up some DraftKings odds because Mm -hmm. this is fascinating, okay? So over on DraftKings about, I would say, an hour and a half ago. um, So I don't know when these went live, but they now have Kevin Durant next team odds up on DraftKings just like they had for DA last week. And about an hour and a half ago, Phoenix uh, was at a plus 200 and Miami was at a plus 240. Then about an hour ago, Phoenix moved to a plus 145 and Miami moved to a plus 265. Then right before the show started, Phoenix was at a minus 225 and Miami jumped to a plus 400, which is just crazy, the movement within that time. And as well, you talked to Shane earlier yeah. about what this might mean or what might be the cause of this movement. So break that down for us while I look up what the odds are current.
1: Yeah, we had to we had to talk to our resident degenerate, uh, Shane, <laughs> Shane Diefenbach, our usual producer. Uh, and he was saying that this has got to be a combination of inside information, which when the lines originally set, it is just that. But now with all this movement, it's got to be a combination of uh, inside information in terms of uh, the gambling world and then the money being put uh, towards the Suns as well. So people are you know excited or, or think that that's the smart money when it comes to Kevin Durant as well. So we'll see. I mean, we we've seen odds. I mean, the Suns were the championship favorites going into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So we've seen odds not play out before. But right now, Suns are in the driver's seat.
0: Yeah, so it's a mix of inside information and just the amount of money that is being pumped in. So currently, right now, the the Suns' odds have stayed the same at a minus 225. Uh, but now, the Philadelphia 76ers are at a plus 600, and Miami's at a plus 800. Whoa, and So that's current right now as of 2.25 p.m.
1: Should we show the tweet? Since we're talking about Miami, should we show the tweet now?
0: Yes, but real quick, let me just tell everyone if you want to get in on some action on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, there are tons of ways to come out on top in the Octagon and for UFC 276 that is happening this Saturday. There's one more way with the DraftKings Sportsbook app, the official sports betting partner of UFC. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use promo code PHNX. Bet $5 on any UFC 276 fighter to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code PHNX. This Saturday at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So, yeah, go ahead. Tell them what that tweet said. Well,
1: first off, somebody, uh, one of the people in chat said, this is Katie's master plan. It was Gilbert here. This is Katie's master plan to stick it to Barkley. He's going to bring a <laughs> ring where Barkley couldn't do it. I like that thinking. I'm all for pettiness.
0: Whatever right? works, whatever motivates Shade. you to bring a championship to Phoenix, I support it.
1: Shade, pettiness, whatever. Liking the guys, I don't care. Whatever gets it done. <laughs> so the tweet we were referring to is: uh, it was brought up earlier that Bam, I always at a bio. Bam Adebayo, uh, could not be involved in a trade with the Nets, even though Katie supposedly has some interest in the Heat. Uh, You know, Bam couldn't be included in this according to Keith Smith because you can't have two designated rookie guys acquired via trade on your same roster. You can have one that you signed and then acquire one via trade or or re-sign your own guy, but you can't have two you traded for. Ben Simmons was that guy that they traded for uh, last year, so that would prohibit them from adding Bam, and it was also part of the discussion as to why it may prohibit them uh, if the Suns were were willing to to get Devin Booker, so that I really think that takes Miami out of the running. What else are you offering if Bam's out? You know, I don't think there's a lot there, uh, and other than maybe draft capital, but that doesn't seem wh- like what the Nets are, are most interested in. I don't think some some package centered around Tyler Hero is going to be enough to get them excited.
2: No, I don't think so either, and. You're right. Like outside of Bam, what asked like because they're not going to trade Jimmy Butler. That wouldn't make sense. You'd be upgrading at that position for sure. But like the whole point would be to bring KD and put him alongside Jimmy Butler. So I don't know. Like Miami is always good at finding a way to do things that we never expect them to be able to do. So you can never really count them out. And also Miami like people just want to play in Miami. But at the same time, like it's going to be interesting because this is going to be an all out bidding war for a guy who even though he's in his mid 30s now is still in his prime proved this last year the Achilles thing is not going to hold him back um and still is under contract for a considerable amount of time like stars can force their way out and we're seeing this right now play out in real time but it, the the offers are going to be really high like mm-hmm. they're going to be high and that's why I have a problem with this whole discussion about you know what? What is too much for KD? It's something that every team that's trading for him is going to have to think about. But you're also not going to outbid the competition if you're not willing to go there. Devin Booker's the one. Yeah, no. yeah. Devin Booker. Anything not happening. else that's
1: not nailed down in the city of Phoenix or in the state of Arizona? Mm-hmm. Hell, I'll trade the goddamn Grand Canyon to Brooklyn <laughs> if they want it to get Kevin Durant here. Anything not named Devin Booker is in play here completely. I, and I think that that's the way the Suns have to think. And I'm not sure based on that and the amount of draft capital they have available mm-hmm. that anybody else can get where where they're going to get, whether it's with a three-team deal and somebody extremely interested in DA or anything else. I I don't think anybody else gets close to the Suns deal unless some team does something completely off the rails that we don't see. Like all of a sudden – the, the Clippers are like, yeah, we'll trade Kawhi for KD. Like, yeah, you're not beating that, but I don't think that is ever going to happen. So I think in the, in the world of realistic possibilities, the Suns have the best hand here, and if that's where KD wants, he can force it.
2: And if you start with a package of McHale, Cam, and DA, that's a lot to give up, but lot. you're also not going to get beat out by other offers, especially if you're willing to throw in some first-round picks on top of that. Making the math work would be tricky there, obviously. Um, but I do want to address Saul's comment because he was talking about he's still on board the KD and Kyrie train to Brooklyn. <laughs> uh, first of all, I haven't even done the math for that because Kevin Durant is literally trying to get away from Kyrie. But Kyrie opted well, in. we know
0: that, though? But here's the I thing do? because Manny <laughs> just hit us with a super chat and said, what do you guys think about the rumor that KD and Kyrie still want to play together, just not in Brooklyn?
2: I don't know if I believe that.
1: Well, is it? I mean, okay. If we're gonna go in the world of mm. you know just speculating, which we do really well. Right. <laughs> uh, you look at it. Could it just simply be that Katie's mad at the Nets for not giving Kyrie that long-term deal, and that he does? You know, I mean, it felt like he wanted to put Kyrie in a situation to succeed, right? But but if we want to put on tinfoil hats, why not come to Phoenix? There's only a partial guaranteed salary for Chris Paul next year. There still could be, and, and Kyrie's on a one-year deal. There still could be a path to that in the future. Okay, but to if what, it didn't work in Kyrie here, if, if that's something, but Katie really wants to be here, you can always say, well, we might have that, we might have that option. Next
2: I, year. I really have a hard time wrapping my head around this conspiracy theory that Kyrie opts in and the next day Kevin Durant requests a trade. I'm sorry, but that uh, that I'm having and a real hard time. I with know
0: that. there were like circumstances that were kind of, I don't want to say out of their control, but with decisions being made, they were out of their control. But we saw what happened in Brooklyn with Katie and Kyrie. Do we really want to like have the sequel to that?
2: I'm saying, do we think it'll no, be that drastically different? No, that's no. what I'm
0: saying. Like, what? I don't know if that's and that's, that's my point.
2: It. it doesn't make you. I get it
0: from a basketball perspective, but also you have, like I said yesterday, you can't separate the person from the player, and you also have to consider what that brings to your team as well.
1: Look, I'm not saying actually sign him. I'm just saying, lie through your teeth to KD and say it's a possibility. If that's really what you want, KD about. here get- be like,
0: and then we're gonna try. We're gonna try really, really hard. I promise.
1: I and even if you get one year out of him, if that year's a championship, I don't care. Surprise, <laughs> we'll trade you now if you want. So oh give me that gosh. title. That's that's the theme of this.
0: Well, week. listen, I got some really positive news for you guys. Outside of you know, just all the fun stuff we've been talking about and the excitement around Kevin Durant possibly making it to Phoenix. If Kevin Durant does make his way to Phoenix, just remember, round a beer on Saul at Four Peaks Brewery. Yes. Like he promised us, we're gonna hold him to it.
1: I'm gonna make him buy those uh, those beer milkshakes for everybody that Ooh, wants one. Those were good. This is gonna get expensive for Saul, <laughs> and and we're gonna have a good old time. It's gonna be Yeah, Saul's We're
0: gonna have a to party, party at Four Peaks Brewery out there on Eighth Street in Tempe. So. Um, what I recommend is you grow, go out, you grab maybe, I know Four Peaks offers like some, some variety packs of their mm-hmm. beer. Maybe grab one of those so you can try out all the different flavors and varieties that they have to offer so you can figure out which one you're going to make sold by you when we all end up going and partying together in celebration of Katie coming to Phoenix at the Four Peaks Brewery. Oh, yeah. It's uh, great. Just a reminder though, you must be 21 or older and please enjoy responsibly, Okay.
2: We also are getting questions. What was the Espo bet again?
0: Oh, that's <laughs> right. Was my that's bet? right. Yes. I opened <laughs> my
1: stupid mouth and said I'd wear an Ewok <laughs> costume on the show if Katie wound in Phoenix. So And, and
2: dance around, correct? Was there dancing? Uh, yeah, involved?
1: I mean, it'll look like this. <laughs> I'm gonna lose 300 pounds before. Well, I'm not even 300 pounds, but I'm gonna lose a lot of weight before this and dress in the uh, female sexy Ewok costume and dance around. That's uh, that's what we'll do. go I, I got you. I'll make it so you dance oh, next time. I got, I got you. I got you. you. I'll get it for social. All right, sounds good. <laughs> got gotcha. you. Yeah. So uh, so I will. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure that's a deterrent or an encouragement to have Katie to come to. Yeah, I don't you
2: know. know. Maybe not the sexy Ewok costume. Maybe I should. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say that out loud. Yep, nope, that. don't do it. Don't, <laughs> don't do it. Don't get fired and smoke. I was no. Gonna, no, I was going to say. <laughs> don't
0: lose your wife. I,
1: I was <laughs> going to say, maybe I'll go to the Kevin Durant press conference. The oh D-Y, my God. But I won't be doing that. <laughs> yeah, don't worry.
0: I don't know about that one. I Sorry, don't I know about that Nobody needs that. <laughs> All right. So I was telling you guys before the show, like I could not imagine being in a front office right now, let alone the Brooklyn Nets front office, because you know at least half the league The whole league is probably calling you, first and foremost. Half of them are probably presenting uh, trades that they would like to see if you are on board with, and then you'd have to go through all of those in real time as quickly as possible, send back counter offers, and then have them counter your counter, and it's got to be a mess, Mm -hmm. an absolute, complete mess, and probably very exhausting. But for the sake of some trade scenarios that the Suns could offer Brooklyn. We've got our very own Gerald Bourget here to break some of those down because he has been on top of this for the last X amount of weeks. What, three, four weeks? I feel like you've been putting stuff out there as far as what potential moves the Suns could make.
2: Yeah, and a, and a lot of these are, they're older trades and they're also just trying to be prepared. I was the first one to say I didn't think it was likely and I would need to see Kyrie opt out and request a trade somewhere first, but apparently we got that from Kevin Durant. So neat. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Neat. (laughs) But another caveat for a lot of these trades that we bring up is that a lot of first round picks would have to be added in. And a lot of these packages, because it's going to center around DA McHale and Cam Johnson, as far as your start, your base and the Suns will try to resist that. But the math on that is really tricky and I'm going to have to work out more trades to, fit that scenario because that sign-and-trade stuff is pretty complicated if DA is involved. So we'll go into our first trade right now. This one is uh, Kevin Durant for Jay Crowder, Landry Shamet, DA, and three first-round picks. Now, again, when I wrote this, it was a few weeks ago, so we're going to have to add a couple pick swaps in on that because neither Cam nor McHale is involved. That seems highly unlikely unless you're giving up like Three unprotected first rounders and probably two additional pick swaps on if, top of it.
1: If this happens, I will kiss James Jones straight on the mouth at the press conference. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> oh because no. that would be oh highway
0: no. robbery. I mean, honestly, if if James Jones is able to get KD here without giving up Mikkel, let alone Mikkel and Cam, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of us owe oh, him an apology. Wizard, <laughs> and this
2: and this is this is part of it because. A lot of these deals that I was working out were just to figure out the math for KD as a basic starting point. Once you get to the point of like, okay, Mikhail needs to be involved, his $21 million salary, or Cam Johnson, his $5.9 million salary needs to be involved, then you have to add a lot of extra math on top of it. And you'll probably need to do a third team just to balance things out a little bit. Um, so that's what I'll be spending my night doing is brainstorming those scenarios. But for now, just to give you a base level that's probably the best trade the Suns could possibly work out. Let's go to the second trade, which is probably not realistic either. Um, this one you got D. A. Cam Johnson, Landry Shamit, Torrey Craig, and two first round picks. Again, you'd probably have to up the first rounders if McHale's not involved. Probably pick swaps, maybe even a third first round pick. Um, but mathematically, that one checks out.
1: How how many picks can you give in a trade?
2: I think you can give three on. Unpre- you can trade up to seven years in advance, but because of the Ted Stepien rule, you can only trade in alternating years. So okay. if you give a twenty twenty three pick, you can't also do twenty twenty four. It have to be twenty twenty five.
0: But swap pick swaps. But are fair pick game.
2: swaps are like a loophole, so you okay. can.
0: So basically, so- it's three every other year to the opposite year. Yes, gotcha.
1: three first round picks, and then. It pick swap every five years for the next four decades.
2: <laughs> I'd do it. I think there's still a limit on oh, when you there? can pick okay, swap. I dark. think there is. But God, I, I like where your head's there. at. I thought
1: we could get there like that.
2: And again, if you can get away with only trading two of the three, I don't care how many first-rounders you throw on. If you can keep McHale or you can keep Cam and just substitute first-round picks in for them, you do that 10 times out of 10. Um, whether they'll be able to get away with that, I don't know. Um, I think
1: that's where a third team comes in. Yeah. A team that's looking to, to do a rebuild like that, mm-hmm. that is enticed by first round picks, that's willing to ship off uh, a piece that's in the now for Brooklyn since it sounds like they still want to try to compete somehow. So Yeah.
2: And then for our third trade, this is DA and Cam and Mikhail, or sorry, DA and Mikhail straight up for KD. Again, probably going to have to add some first round picks into that mix to avoid including Cam Johnson in there as well. Um, but if you can do that, I think you do that. Um, because if you get to keep one of Cam and McHale, again, that's a win. Because you still have Chris Paul, Devin Booker, KD, and one of Cam and McHale. Then you got to use your MLE to f- or, or the trade market to find a starting caliber center. That's still a title contender.
1: I, I think, too, it changes the entire free agency approach as well. We've talked about guys that may or may not be available with that with that MLE, with that exception, I think the the section of the store you're shopping in, or the sh- store itself mm-hmm. that you're shopping, you may have gone from Target to Nordstrom <laughs> yeah. uh, with that, just because now guys are like, well, I could go try to win a title with KD in this and gr- and this group. I'm willing to take a little less to mm-hmm. be able to do that. Where if you're looking at a team, you know that that hasn't made that move and potentially lost DeAndre Ayton, it's a lot less appealing. To, to try to take get somebody to take the discount, to take the mid-level exception. So it changes the dynamics of all of this off season in many ways. Yeah.
0: So I'm still seeing a lot of people in the comments being like, they just said, they keep saying, they're not trading if Book isn't involved. We discussed that earlier on in the show. If you missed that, feel free to go back a little bit more. But I think all three of us are on the same page when we uh, when I say that in my opinion, there is zero possibility in this entire situation that the Suns trade Devin for KD. The, yeah,
2: yeah, it's not happening. They,
0: like I would say literally 001 percent maybe, but the re the reality is is I don't think I don't think James Jones and Monty and that whole organization are willing to give up Devin for even a guy like KD.
1: Look, I called this bullshit season earlier in the week for a reason. And it's reports like this. Mm-hmm. It's not legal. It doesn't make sense for the Suns and the Nets can pound the table that that's where they want what they want, but they're really not in the position of strength here to really be demanding anything in particular. Mm-hmm. So, I I just you you can read that report. You can think what you want And it. I don't buy it. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah, You wouldn't want to come here without Devin Booker first of all, and second of all, it's illegal, and. <laughs> that's all there is to it. <laughs> right.
0: And like everyone in the chat is reminding us once again, uh, Katie wants to come to Phoenix to play with Devin. Mm-hmm. And that's just that like they, if Devin gets traded, then Katie's like, well, what was the point of that? Right. Okay.
1: Might as well have just stayed. You <laughs> know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: and and th- then a lot of people in the comments, when you mentioned Mikel's name, Right. Still don't want to part ways with Mikel. And I totally get that. Yes. It would be really sad if Cam or Mikel left. But the unfortunate fact is, in order to get a guy like Kevin Durant, you are going to have to add in some very valuable pieces. And those mm-hmm. two guys are very valuable pieces because of what they do on the court and their age and the potential as well. Like right. it just is what it is at this point when we're talking about a guy like Kevin Durant.
2: This type of situation is pretty unprecedented i would only maybe compare it to anthony davis and kevin durant is a whole nother caliber of superstar compared to what anthony davis was when he kind of forced his way out of new orleans like this is going to take a haul there are going to be a ton of teams bidding on his services you're going to have to come in with the best offer even though kevin durant preferring phoenix or miami holds a lot of sway and that could help if he just straight up tells them no it's either phoenix or miami that would help a lot but like you're going to have to give something up. And I and I don't say this lightly because McHale is one of my favorite players that I've ever covered mm-hmm. in the NBA. He's funny. He's great on this team. Obviously, he's fantastic defensively, was the defensive player of the year runner-up. And he has potential to be a two-way star in this league. I still believe that. But at the same time, like if you can keep one of Cam or McHale, that's a huge success if you're trading for Kevin Durant. Yeah. Like, yeah you
1: got to give something to get something. Mm-hmm. And there – If that's the price of doing business, and if the report that they – and I'm not doubting Gambo, but if the report that they don't want DA is true, Mm -hmm. then McHale's probably got to be a big centerpiece of this. That's probably the piece you're sending to Brooklyn, and then you're probably sending Aiton somewhere else, and that team's giving additional pieces that Brooklyn's interested in. I think we all have to become very comfortable with the idea that Mikhail Bridges is in Brooklyn if Katie is in Phoenix.
2: It's entirely possible. You would you would try to hold out on that if you're negotiating with Brooklyn as much as you possibly can, throw as many picks at the wall as you need to if you can keep him. But at the end of the day, especially if they don't want DA, you're right. Like you're not gonna get away with a Cam Johnson centered package for Kevin Durant. It's just not realistic.
1: Well, I mean and how much do you think the fact that it's pretty obvious Devin Booker and CP3 want, uh, want KD here? The rumor also that, that, I mean, not rumor, but we know Monty Williams has a relationship with him too. Mm-hmm. I'd imagine that puts some additional pressure on James Jones to consider upping your price because you want to keep your stars happy too and show that you are win-now mode, which he talked about in that draft article. So I get it you don't want to let go of McHale, but I mm-hmm. think eventually he's you know they come to the reality that that's what they're gonna have to do.
2: And for those who are that that's those are the three trades that I came up with a while back um, and tweaked a little bit to make things work again they would have to take place before the Royce O'Neill trade goes down um, because then they wouldn't be legal with the hard cap situation. but I will be spending my night brainstorming other trades three team trades that will work that involve all three because you have to be prepared for that. And that involve a third team so that we could see maybe, okay, if you do DA and Cam and can try to keep McHale, how would that look? If you do DA and McHale and keep Cam, how would that look? Just different scenarios because there are a lot of ways that you can get created if you add a third team. It's just the math takes a little bit longer than the one hour of prep time (laughs) we had for the show. You
1: have four hours Yes, (laughs) before 7 p.m. Before a 7 p.m.
0: show. Yeah, so real quick, um, if you are watching live with us here on YouTube, hit that like button. It helps us out a lot. We really appreciate it. If you are watching live on Twitter, come on over to YouTube so you can join in on the chat and also hit that like button for us. Um, Send us any questions or thoughts you guys have in the chat. We'll see if we can get to them and answer Mm -hmm. and talk about as many of them as we possibly can. Uh, We do have... Is that another super chat, Emma? No, I just have a... We have a question for Gerald. Can you read it?
1: Because okay. I can't find it. Yeah, it's, it just says, can Girth explain the rule of two that the sixth <laughs> Sith... Sorry, I can't read. Use the ruled galaxy?
2: never, it never made, made sense. never made sense to me why I have two Siths and unlimited Jedi. So that's a good oh, question, Brayne. No, it's
0: not. <laughs> are you talking about... It's are you pay, talking about two?
1: If you did not pay... <laughs> for a super chat to get that answered i do not feel comfortable you wasting our time here, <laughs> all these people we'll circle back in for to Katie. the end
0: we'll circle back to that at the end um <laughs> so one guys. thing that is so fascinating oh and then i wanted to mention too as Espo kind of alluded to the plan for us is to go live again this afternoon or this evening at 7 p.m arizona time because basically what What the rumors as far as the people like Woj and Shams and Zach Lowe and all those guys are saying is that free agency has essentially been hit with a major pause, even though it technically hasn't even started yet. Mm -hmm. It is on a major pause until the Kevin Durant thing gets figured out one way or the other, because as you know, we saw Gambo say earlier, the Suns have shifted their full attention over to this Kevin Durant thing. The Suns are not the only team who are doing that right now. Therefore, every team is going to be like, well, let's figure out what goes on with KD first before we make any potential side deal moves. Because if there is even a small percentage of a chance that we can land KD into our franchise, that's what we need to focus on first and foremost. So Mm -hmm. what we're hoping is, is that between the end of this show and the start of 7 p.m., we will have a little bit more news of information that we can report to you guys. Uh, So also plan to come back at 7 p.m. There'll probably
1: be 700 more rumors between now and then. So we'll have a lot to cover. Oh damn it. Somebody. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I'm so sorry. Colin Colin did hit us with a super chat, said, Gerald, please answer the question. Again, we will answer that question, but I'm going to make you guys wait until the end of the show because we have a few more basketball things to get into. But I also do have something that I have to tell you guys. Um, and that is that we want you guys to stay safe and healthy with all the craziness that's going on right now and the fact that Summer League is just around the corner and we're going to be there. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to be hanging out with a lot of people. COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location near you. So one other cool thing that we get to keep an eye out on, this one comes from Mark Stein. Said uh, Denver's Nikola Jokic, Phoenix's Devin Booker, Minnesota's Carl Anthony Towns, and Memphis's John Morant are all expected to verbally seal Mammoth contract extensions soon after 6 p.m. Eastern tonight. So that's like in 10 minutes here, right, our time? Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: he, he did follow up. I just saw... That these deals can't be signed until twelve oh one.
0: Oh, I see. Because it okay.
1: has to be July first. Gotcha. But out.
0: either way, That is another cool thing that is happening in the Phoenix Suns world. Obviously, we all have our uh, affinity for Devin Booker. He is a Phoenix Sun, and so in as a lot of people like to call him. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that's one that a lot a lot of people can agree on is you know, that's a well deserved contract for him.
1: Yeah. He, he earned every cent of that loyalty and with his loyalty here, the effort he put in and what he's been able to help accomplish over the last handful of years here in Phoenix. When he finished fourth in the MVP voting, you deserve uh, that kind of money and I'm glad he's going to get that tonight.
2: So. Right. It, it's literally a no-brainer. I know a lot of people, because we had this conversation weeks ago when the topic first came up, were questioning, is he really a Supermax player? Is he really a superstar Yes, and if you don't pay him that Supermax, you risk alienating him and losing your best player, the guy who has dragged you from the depths of the worst years in franchise history to a finals appearance in a 64-win team. Plus, with the new TV deal kicking in and I think, 2024, that Supermax that's signed now is going to look like a bargain compared Mm -hmm. to what Supermaxes are going to go for then, so you do this, you don't think twice about it, you do it immediately, and you keep the face of your franchise around for the foreseeable future. And
0: in addition to that, Jay just mentioned in the chat, look who Book is recruiting. Exactly. And somebody earlier had mentioned the same thing. Apologies, I don't remember who it was. But if Kevin Durant does end up in Phoenix, now we can look at Devin Booker as the reason why the Suns got Chris Paul in the first place, mm-hmm. why the Suns got Kevin Durant. And then down the line, potentially could get somebody else, another big-name player, who is going to want to come and play for Phoenix. And it all started with Devin Booker. And that is something that is completely invaluable because before Devin took off, nobody wanted to come play no. for Phoenix. And rightfully so. It was a mess over here. Mm-hmm. But now that you have one guy who is stuck around with this franchise, who's put all of his energy and so much hard work into, like you said, literally just digging them out of the trenches. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now we have all these nice things, the things that we've gotten to enjoy over the last two seasons and hopefully for many more seasons to come
1: mm-hmm.
0: all started with that guy. Y- so he deserves his back.
1: You guys want to throw up in your mouth a little bit? Oh, man? God! Oh, no. you saw the Kyle no, no, Goon no, thing? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, so Kyle Goon <laughs> tweeted, Brian Windhorst taking a deep, deep breath says on ESPN that league executive, quote, floated that the Lakers could try to trade for Katie and Kyrie as a package deal if the two are still interested in playing together.
2: <laughs> how? How the hell 80, are you going to do that?
0: Do the Nets want – if the Nets – really? 80? The to want 80? Do they
1: want LeBron? Like, I don't – like, what, what becomes po- possible? Russell Westbrook – They would have to
2: figure out how to trade $80 million in salary with a lack of first-round picks to the Nets – to oh. get that to financially Ru- work, Russell while Westbrook's still keeping LeBron, forty-seven like, million of
1: that.
2: Like, I mean, I guess, but like, the Nets. You're telling, so you're telling me with a straight face that based on these reports that we're hearing, that a the Nets don't want Da or a Suns-based package unless it involves Devin Booker, but would take Russell Westbrook and what? an injured Anthony okay. Davis. This is leverage, and it's uh, not even like well, it's so transparent. It's not well, even funny.
1: We heard rumors that that. LeBron might be in play at some point this summer.
0: So we the third Lakers, team cr- and we end up with uh, oh LeBron. God, is that what you're saying? Hey,
1: I, could you imagine that? The, DA Lakers, to the Lakers, yeah, Lakers, yeah. No, D- well, KD yeah, D- goes the, there. The,
0: the, the Nets don't <laughs> but, like, want Da. So who are the Nets getting?
1: Uh, Russell Westbrook. I mean,
0: come on, That's
2: it. <laughs> come, come on, guys. guys. He's a former MVP. And come
0: on, Kyrie to the Lakers, Da to the Lakers, LeBron to the Suns, and Westbrook to the Nets. Come on, I'm just
2: laughing. If that happens, come on. If they somehow
0: get those guys.
2: I quit. I'm I'm laughing. That this is a, such a poor yeah. attempt at like trying to drive the price up for KD yeah. offers. That's literally all it is. Because but
0: does that really drive the price up at this point? After we saw what happened to the Lakers last year, if anything, I feel like that devalues the price.
2: <laughs> it's it's it, it's a horrible attempt at driving the price up. Yes, that's what well, I'll say.
0: But
1: how, I mean, how much more can you drive with the price? It's Kevin freaking Durant. You're gonna get the best
2: offers, like because everything. they know they don't have leverage in this situation. <laughs> that if Kevin Durant's forcing his way out, they have to. Like one of the reports from Woj was literally that he's trying to get traded to. Dan like he wants to get traded out of there today and maybe that doesn't happen but he clearly wants out they have no leverage in that situation Could you
1: imagine if by seven o'clock we come back on and KD is actually a son
2: that would like, be wild man
1: how how insane and how quick can that stuff turn you know that's Lord. my
0: question when I brought up like how chaotic that front office has to be right now like can it really can we realistically be able to field all these different trade offers that are coming their way and all the calls and get something done by 7 p.m. Like, I'm not saying they couldn't, but I feel like I would want to wait at least 12 hours.
1: I call, if if this happens that fast, the whole non tamper, oh, the, yeah, the tampering thing, oh, yeah, just stop. out the window, just, just throw it out the window. Just stop acting like tampering is Ill- illegal in this league because it's going to be pretty obvious there had been some discussions prior to this.
0: Hmm. <sighs> Okay, Saul in the chat, our very own Saul Bookman said, so we all forgot about the DeJounte Murray trade now, right? Laughing face emoji. Uh,
1: only if the KD <sighs> trade happens. Yeah. And, and then, <laughs> then it depends on what you get then, back from then, the then,
2: <laughs> Like we said yesterday, there's still a lot of offseason to play out, so the DeJounte Murray thing, maybe they could wind up doing better. Kevin Durant would certainly be that. But if they don't, we're still going to look at that and be like, wow, he was pretty, uh, pretty gettable there and that might have been a misstep. But if Kevin Durant happens, who cares? I still
1: think Atlanta could be that third team, too, because they've talked about wanting to get rid of John Collins. You've got Bogdan. Mm -hmm. They've had rumors that they've wanted DA. I mean, this is is going to continue to be crazy until we get a definitive answer, Mm -hmm. and I'm not sure. I know Kevin Durant wants this to happen fast. I don't know how fast this happens. We may have... Multiple days of sitting in this.
0: Okay. Good.
2: And he's the leading domino though. So everything else might be put on hold until we get clarity on this situation and the dust settles Mm -hmm. because a lot of teams are just going to be either watching from the sidelines or trying to get involved and everybody else is going to get put on hold in the meantime.
0: So I did look this up on the DraftKings Sportsbook app just because I was curious. And if you have any – if you think there is – any possibility that both these guys end up on the Lakers, you need to run to the DraftKings Sportsbook app <laughs> right now uh-huh. because you're not going to win a lot of money for Kyrie, but for KD, landing at the Lakers plus 3000 right now. So if you really do truly believe that's an, op- an option, you should put some money on that. Kyrie landing at the Lakers, though our Lakers are the leaderboard at a plus 150. Mm. And then second is Brooklyn at plus 350. And then the Dallas Mavericks at a plus 450. Mm. And if you think both of them could come to the Suns, then you can go run and put some money on Kyrie coming to the Suns because it's plus 2,000.
1: Now, look, look th- those numbers say to me that even DraftKings knows that the only team crazy enough to take a flyer on Kyrie and that money is the Los Angeles Lakers right now. Mm-hmm. And, and they assume eventually the Nets acquiesce to just getting Russell Westbrook because they just want Kyrie out of there. Yeah. <sighs> okay. It hasn't even started We're yet. We're three That's minutes insane. out. We're
2: two minutes out right now from the official start of free agency. We know way more than we would normally know <laughs> at this point in time. Can but, the league yet just we still like, know nothing. Yeah, can the league just, <laughs> like, get rid of tampering or can they, like, enforce it actually? Because I don't like living in this middle ground where we know everybody does it, but, like... It starts at three. No, it doesn't. It started on, like, Monday. The
1: second the finals end, it should be it's a free-for-all. It's tampering season. Yeah. Yeah. It should be a free-for-all. <laughs> <laughs> Anything goes, get shit done, yeah. NBA offseason starts I this mean, second. I mean, it's already
0: mm-hmm. happening anyway. Just let it be considered technically legal. Right. You
1: love that chaos? You come right off yeah. the, the final. Free agency starts. You got the draft. Like, just things are insane.
0: Ah, yeah. I don't get it. I don't know. All right, so... Two quick reminders, and then I have one last thing for us. Uh, don't forget to hit that like button one more time. Don't forget to come back at 7 p.m. to hang out with us for our second show of the day. And then third, uh, we're going to do an OG's brand uh, informational read for you guys, and then Gerald is going to answer the question finally. <laughs> so OG's just launched their first mm. ever limited OG's. edition seasonal flavor. Piña colada, a perfect pineapple and creamy coconut blend. Check out OGs online at OGsBrands.com and on Instagram at OGsBrands. You can also find their products at your local dispensary, but you must be 21 years or older to purchase. OGs is a great op... Like, right now, if you guys are feeling real tense about everything that is going on, highly recommend hitting up your local dispensary, grabbing some OGs, their scratch-made THC gummies, just chilling out for the next couple of hours and then checking back in with us at 7 p.m. So... Come 7 p.m., you're not as, like, tense and worked up and overly excited but stressed at the same time because I think that's a good way to describe it.
1: I'm taking a sativa. Highly I want to jump through the screen at 7 <laughs> p.m. Let's go.
0: The Chosen One hit us with a super chat. Thank you for that. They said, I will cry very manly tears if this happens, guys. Uh,
1: I will cry, like, uh, just slightly less than the day my daughter was born, I think. Okay. This this will be a bigger deal than the Barkley deal to Phoenix if it happens.
2: Oh, and we have word from Shams, the Phoenix Suns, and all-NBA guard Devin Booker finalizing a four-year, $214 million Supermax contract extension.
0: Got that bag So bag. we knew
2: that was going to happen, but it's pretty cool. You got
0: me way too... Ag- Shams is
2: saying, I thought we had some real big news that we didn't <laughs> that already like, know.
0: What'd he say? What'd he say? Why
1: don't we just sit here till seven and just oh read god. Twitter my oh god!
0: <laughs> Another <laughs> well,
2: draft show.
1: <laughs> well, let's just do it. now. All right. Um.
0: All right, well, Gerald. I'll- answer the question. Please don't. The the Sith
2: rule of two basically dictates that an apprentice must kill their master at a certain point and take on an apprentice of their own to maintain the rule of two that was designed by the Sith to make sure that with each new generation of Sith, they were more cunning and more evil and more ruthless than the one that preceded it. It doesn't make sense if you're trying to fight the Jedi as much, but you have different clusters of two. That you're assuming are all teaming up against the jedi so that is the sith rule of two so it's katie's mindset with teams
1: you know, oh you gotta, boy don't you gotta shank him and,
2: and he's and, throwing <laughs> shots and the man's not even here yet oh,
1: i'm telling you katie's <laughs> gonna yell me on twitter at some point once he's here
0: yeah i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing to be completely yeah. honest with yeah. you but i guess we'll find out i don't know also uh wait where did it go
1: hold on i think you just gave our go? intern some ideas on how to overthrow us uh, with this Sith Lord of <laughs> I'd, Two.
2: I blame Star Wars. Don't blame me.
1: I'm I'm scared. I, we got one eye in me right now. Like he's uh, he's coming for. <laughs> I'm the not crab. gonna lie.
0: Fully tuned out when Gerald was explaining that. Oh, <laughs>
1: just just fully tuned out. Something about some guy having to murder some guy to get power.
0: You know? Happy birthday, Jordan. His birthday was yesterday, so hopefully you get this KD what? to Phoenix as a uh, belated birthday gift to you. Speaking also, of
1: belated birthday. Isn't our man Shane Diefenbach? Well it's not
0: belated, it's early. It's on Sunday.
1: Oh, I thought it was I thought it was yesterday. No, so, so
0: we were gonna do something for Shane yesterday because Shane is on vacation for the rest of this weekend because his birthday is on Sunday. But um happy birthday to Shane. Hopefully we'll have we'll have him back next week. So we'll be able to do something fun with him then. Uh Colin, thank you for the second super chat. They said, Thanks for answering, Gerald, and also super chat, just because I love you guys. We love you too. <laughs> Appreciate that, Colin. All right, one last time. Don't forget to hit that like button on your way out. It really helps us out, and we appreciate you all for tuning in and all of your support. Uh, We'll be back at 7 p.m., same place. Plan to join us then. Until then, you can follow all of us on Twitter. I'm at Az. He's at Espo. He's at Gerald Bourget, And then Saul, who's uh, on his way to New York with a U-Haul to pick up KD, is at Saul underscore Bookman. And, of course, the show is at PHNX underscore Sons. Espo, take us home.
1: May the force be with James Jones. Get the deal done, my man.
2: Hey, yo, my lifestyle is retro. Tell Phoenix Metro. Megas controlling, in control and he ain't never gonna let go. P-H-N-X,
0: though. Lindsey, Gerald, Espo. Saw past the ball. We here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me.